Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. This is Brandon Marsh for Los Angeles Angels and 66ers Baseball. This is Joe Adele here with the Los Angeles Angels. I'm Tori Hunter Jr. You're listening to the All Angels Podcast. Hey, what is up? It is your boy, Johnny Mag. At you once again, joined as always with Dan Garcia. It's another edition of the All Angels Podcast. Uh, we got some news we need to get into. Obviously, I think the last time we were together, uh, nothing was set in stone yet. So we'll talk about that. We'll get into everything and anything uh, 2020 baseball related here for the Angels. But before we get started, I think uh, it it would be good to just get started and get it out there that a year ago today, we lost someone very special in the Angels organization, a friend of, of ours, I guess you can say, because uh, he's a guy, one of the guys, or probably the guy that catapulted us as a podcast, you know, Major League Baseball player. We lost a great man and tied her skags a year ago today. It seems like just yesterday, right, Dan? Yeah, and that's the crazy part, too. And kind of like you said, you know, doing the podcast, at the time, we reached out and, and talked to some minor leaguers. We reached out and talked to some um, broadcasters like Gooby and Victor and, and Trent Rush and stuff like that. And that was really, really cool. But uh, I think going into the 2019 season, we really wanted to try to get MLB players, guys that you recognize on the field. And um, and Tyler was our first guy. And, and, and for that, we're extremely grateful to this day and, and just his attitude about it and <laughs> the ease of setting up a schedule to make it work was, was you know, so great. And, and I, you know, it, it's something that I'll never take for granted. And it just sucks that he, we're here a year later talking about his passing and, and um, you know, it, it sucks. And, and way gone way too early way too soon yeah it was a tough tough moment when uh when it happened obviously i just remember it so vividly getting a text from you guys and and everything that kind of snowballed after that was just you know just a crazy uh time as a fan obviously i can't even imagine being a teammate of his and his family uh, just one minute he was here one the next minute he was gone so again uh we'll always honor his memory here on the podcast we'll always keep him in our hearts uh always you know, here to support uh, Angel fans and the family of Tyler Skaggs. Uh, I know you, as well as I, purchased the uh, Tyler Skaggs Foundation. You know, yeah, and hopefully, you know, it's supposed to be mailed out. Yeah, um, July thirteenth. Go to the Tyler Skaggs Foundation. Mm-hmm. You can either donate there or um, purchase. They have they have shirts. They have long sleeves. Uh, um, I think they have sweaters. They have right male female clothes. Um, definitely go check it out. You know, and I think the biggest thing is helping out. Um, you know, Tyler's mom, Debbie, and obviously his, his, his wife, uh, Carly, and, and trying to um, keep his name in the community through the foundation. Mm-hmm. I think that's very important. So, again, 
no times are tough for people and no times are, are people are struggling right now. But if you have the means to donate five, 10, whatever, I, I highly recommend looking up the Tyler Skaggs foundation dot org. Um, and then and doing it there. Cause again, it helps them keep his name in the community that he, he was always around. And I think that's a, a lasting legacy that um, Tyler would be proud of. Yeah. So if you guys can donate and have the ability to donate, Go ahead to go over there and, and uh, do a donation or buy something. You know, uh, you, that way, if you buy something, you're able to wear it with you. And, you know, people will look at it, see it and say, hey, man, that's pretty cool. So, again, rest in peace, Tiger Skaggs. You'll never you'll never be forgotten. So, uh, yeah, so I thought we'd start with that. But let's let's get into uh, the big news. Obviously, the 2020 season is about to kick off. Uh, today would have been the first day. Uh, guys go to spring training, quote unquote. I guess you call it summer training or summer camp, whatever you want to <laughs> yeah, call it. Exactly. Um, but it's funny though too. They're calling it, they're calling it uh, summer camp, and, summer it, camp. A, and it's sponsored by Camping World. So there you go. Even to this day, they're still trying to get that way money to and it. to make it up. So. Yeah, and way to do it. But uh, yeah, so obviously with the season starting, it's going to be a sixty-game season. There's going to be a lot of rule changes uh, that we're going to have to kind of just get used to for this year. And there's a nice little list of things that are going to be different. I think there's a few things that stand out more than others. Universal DH, we've talked about that before. But the one to me that stands out the most, in my opinion, just because it's something completely different that we've never really seen in baseball. I think we might have seen it in spring training a couple years ago, but... Extra innings. You start off with a runner at second base. What are your thoughts well, on that? It's, it's been it's been used in minor league system right. for the last two years and the World Baseball Classic in two years or um, for as long as I can remember. But yeah, I mean at the major league level. The, yeah, I never at the spring training. Never. Yeah, never at the major league level. I actually like the rule. I'm not sure about using it in the tenth inning. If this is a rule that's going to stay around, I would like to see it maybe after the thirteenth or going into the thirteenth. Give the teams a chance to win the game the, the the traditional way in the extra innings. But when you start getting into the 13th, 14th, 15th inning, I think uh, for the health of the players and just kind of the fans that are there watching and, and, and everything, I think, you know, it's not a bad idea later in the game. But I, as of right now, I understand why it's in the 10th at the beginning of extra innings. But if it stays around, I really hope that they bump it to the beginning of the 13th or the beginning of the 14th. Okay, yeah, I get that. I get that. I, li- I like that idea where... You know, you're trying to you try to give the teams a chance to win it the right way, the normal way. And then I would say the twelfth would be the cutoff, twelfth, thirteenth inning. But yeah, you're right, because then you start getting into, you know, teams pitching or maybe uh teams uh, having to have to use the starter and teams having to have to maybe well, use a position Not only that, it totally smokes you for the next, the next like, day. Exactly. Well Kim you you saw what the Angels is last year. It 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 really jacked them up for the next like three, four uh, outings and they never really recovered because now you're constantly trying to put a guy out there that has been overworked. So um, that's what I'm saying. For the health reason, I, I like the idea, especially in a season like this where um, you know everything's so is going to be so short, so abbreviated that you can't afford to put guys in a dangerous situation. Yeah, absolutely. So that's one of the rule changes. Obviously, Universal DH. We've talked about it a little bit. My thoughts on it. I'm an American League guy. I've always seen the DH. So to me, it's not really that much of I'm not seeing anything different. I'm not watching a pitcher bat very often. I did like seeing the pitcher bat in, in you know, interleague play. It's always kind of fun to see that. But uh, no difference on my end with that. Yeah, I like I like the DH. I like the um, universal DH. And I think that's something that's out of all the rule changes that are going on right now. I think that's probably the most likely going to stay, even though. Yeah. It's not official that it's going to last longer or it's going to last um, past this year yet. But 
I think it's definitely one that's going to last a while. So hopefully it does. We'll see what happens. I, I, I'm not sure, but I, I like the idea of getting those pitchers out of there, especially, like I said, with this season coming up, it's so going to be so, um, I'm not going to say awkward, but it's just going to be, everyone's going to be really cautious about the health of the pitchers. And if you get them out of that situation of hitting and maybe fouling something off a hand, um, I think that's best for this season. Absolutely. So um, there's a few other things, and I think we've kind of touched on most of them. Is there a certain one that you want to kind of touch on? Um, obviously, the three-inning rule is still yeah. in a, is still going to happen For, this this year. Right. Um, I think the biggest thing is the roster expansion, and we'll get to the individuals on the roster in a minute, but mm-hmm. um, the 60-man player pool thing, when it starts out, it's going to be at 30. Two weeks will pass. And then it's going to get 28. 28. And then two more weeks will pass, and it'll be down to the regular 26. So it's going to be really interesting to see how um, teams manipulate that to fit the team that they have. And and with that um, extra innings rule, do you maybe pick a guy um, that has the best speed on the team that maybe doesn't really contribute much else? but has that speed to where if you are in extra innings, he can be the guy on second. You can pitch run for the guy on second base and now some kind of easy hit into the outfield scores. So it'd be really interesting to see that on and kind of to adding on to the um, second base runner and extra innings. It is the last guy or the guy that got the last out. So in theory, if Pujols got the last out in the ninth, going into the 10th, he would be the guy on second. So in that situation, you would definitely pitch run. Right. Um, but yeah, so do you carry a guy on the roster just to do that? I, you know, it's gonna be interesting to see. Right. Okay. So there was a few. There was one that I let's see which one here. Uh, there's the the trade deadline one. Obviously, it wasn't gonna be July 31st because the season starts July 23rd or 24th. So right. trade deadline will now be August 31st. And, so. and that's gonna be interesting too because again with the 60 man roster. Um, those are the only guys eligible to be traded. Right. So you Whoever's can't trade. Yeah. Man. So you can't trade a minor league player that's not there. So I don't know necessarily if teams are going to be more likely to do that or less likely to do it. It's kind of, you know, trade deadline to the 31st. Let's say you, a team does a trade on the 22nd. Now the season gets called because of COVID on the September 1st. Mm. What ha- Now you made a trade for a player that you thought was going to help you push for the World Series this year, and now the the season got canceled because of it. So it's going to be really interesting to see if trades happen more, if they happen less, if if they don't happen at like I honestly think, um, you know, I think it's going to be really. It's, I think it's not going to happen at all. I, I think there's going to be some minor trades. I don't think. Yeah, I don't think it'll be anything. I don't huge. think there's going to be anything major. I, I don't think there's going to be like a huge name. Like people want to say Strowman or uh, Lindor or stuff like that. I don't think those guys get moved just because what you're going to give up. You know, those guys are going to be on the team for the next handful of years. But would you get back if it's the Strowman or whatever? Unless you resign him, he's gone. Right. So it's going to be really interesting to see how that works. Yeah. So August 31st will be the 2020 trade deadline. And September 15th will be the 2020 postseason eligibility eligibility deadline, meaning, you know, you have to have that man on your roster before September 15th. Mm -hmm. Um, There's also, like, rules regarding, like, injuries. And the standard injured list placements will be for either 45 days or, no, or the latter replacing 60. A COVID-19 related injured list will allow placements that will not require a confirmed positive test for COVID-19. A player may be placed on a COVID-19 
related IL based on a positive test for COVID, confirmed exposure to COVID-19, or if a player exhibits symptoms requiring self-isolation for further assessment. So you knew they were going to have to have this coronavirus-type injured list just in case somebody gets it and they miss some time. Obviously, they're going to have to quarantine after. Right, right. So you, there's, there's a couple of weeks there that someone could miss out. So, um, And that was something that I always kind of thought would be interesting to see just because of the whole situation that we have here. You know, if someone gets coronavirus, they're going to have it for at least two weeks. And then you have to quarantine for 14 days. Then you got to test and then you got to wait for results. So you're looking at a good what, possibly three to four week period that a guy could miss? And what the interesting part is, too, is, you know, how often are they going to want to put that information out there for right. the, you know, HIPAA and all that legal jargon? But um, it's going to be really interesting to see what information gets out. And obviously, you're going to notice when guys go missing, but I don't know necessarily if the teams are going to be able to uh, confirm that's the reason why he's hurt, or do they say, hey, he has a shoulder injury just to kind of cover right. up and, and save them the player from right being you know tested tested uh, positive for covid he has plantar whoa, 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 whoa. he has plantar whoa. fasciitis that's what they'll say somebody somebody oh, who's here i don't know who that voice came from but we got a lot of emails no about intro you. either we'll, we will i know we'll get that pretty soon um but, but yeah no yeah exactly um plantar fasciitis or uh you know uh, something like what is that? What is NBA? Use? Oh, what turf toe? Turf toe or Upton? Right? Oh yeah, damn toe, shack. Um, no, uh, NBA always said they when a guy's injured, they always kind of you know right before the games they have to release the who's eligible, who's on the bench, and it's always uh, to be announced TBA. So up to the last minute, you know TBA, but he's oh, at yeah. home on a you know isolated <laughs> so. But, you know, I, for me, that's really the more important ones or the ones that kind of – I don't know if there's another one that you wanted to touch on real quick. You know, um, um, you know I think that the, the DLs are real interesting. We can kind of talk about the, how the schedule is going to play out. Now, as we talk yeah. about right now, there's not a set schedule as far as when they're playing these teams, but we know who the Angels, who? Are, Angels are playing. And how, how many, right? Because it's – Well, see, that's the thing. So – we know for sure that the Angels are playing the NL West to minimize travel during this time. Right. Um, AL East is playing AL a, or NL East. A, you know, AL Central is playing NL Central. So we do know for sure that they are playing ten against the inner division. So you're talking about Astros, Athletics, uh, Mariners, and Rangers. Rangers. Now, what I've heard is that since they're do- since the Dodgers are their natural interleague rival rival they will play them six times instead of four times so normally you would play the other the nl version of the west four times but before this rule the the people are saying the dodgers they're gonna play the dodgers six times now i'm not sure where the two are coming off i don't know if they're gonna play the padres twice or they're gonna play the rockies and the giants three times like i'm not sure where that's happening but we do know for sure that they are playing the Dodgers, the Giants, the Padres, and the Rockies at some point this year. Yeah. So um, it's funny, though, because you look at the numbers. You only play Astros 10. You only play the Athletics 10. You only play the Mariners 10. It's like that's not a lot of times to play no, one team. It's not. It really isn't, it, especially since we're so used to always. I feel like I'm always watching them play the A's. Um, how many opening days in a row did we watch them play the A's? Right, and we'll probably end up playing them again. On right, the, that's funny. and then, you know, um, Seattle, Texas, it's it's at least, you know, what, 16 to 20 times a year, probably even more. 
And uh, yeah, ten is nothing. That's what maybe two, three home stands, three road yeah, trips. Yeah, I think they're gonna go like three, three, and then two, two. two. Yeah. Like, I don't know how they're gonna know, split it up. If they're gonna be four, four. Or, two, I mean, two. I can honestly see them four, going four, four, two. going five and five just to minimize the traveling. So you travel yeah. to Houston once, you travel to um, uh, uh, Texas, the Rangers in Arlington once, once, instead of like oh three here and then have them, and have them going yeah. back. So I can definitely see them going five game series. Oof. And, and, That's and, interesting. And so, but again, no hard dates are set yet. We just know who they're playing. But it, and I think that's what they're trying to figure out now. Is it better to do it that way, or is it better to kind of keep to the traditional way of doing like three game series and then a two game series? I think I think you're right though. With you know, you, they're going to want to try to limit the 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 exposure them exposing them to the outside bubble. You if you might say you know exposing them to anything. You know, if they're going to have to travel more, obviously they're going to be exposed more to an airplane and. All this and stuff, I think that's the biggest you know? thing is the travel yeah. aspect of it. Yeah. Um, you want to limit that as much as possible. Right. So with that being said, I th- I'm on board with you. Probably five game series, do five over there, five here, and they're done with that. Obviously, when they're playing the, the Dodgers and the San Diego Padres, that's not that big of a deal. You know, you're able to play them more. So, um, but I get it. it. It's something that we're just going to have to get used to for this. Or we're seeing a team five times in a row. Man, it'll be a day off in between. I'm sure it'll be probably three games day off two games right you know yeah. so uh but you know having to have to get to use oh man they're playing the astros again so um whatever it is what it'll it, be we're getting baseball that's it'll all be, no yeah and i think that's the biggest thing is we're getting baseball i like how they're staying to the west coast hopefully this is a thing where um they can play the dodgers six times and kind of make it more of a rivalry again that'll be that's easy that's a three and three um but you know we'll see what happens uh i like the schedule i, I some of these new rules the the testing rules as far as it looks like they're going to be tested every other day. It looks like they're going to be tested um, every other day for COVID, once a month for the antibody. Um, mm-hmm. You know, you just hope that these guys, you know, I'm not talking now, I'm not, I'm not really talking about Angel specific, but just general baseball guys right. that they can stay home and mm-hmm. not venture mm-hmm. out. And, and hopefully they don't get a big outbreak. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, Max Johnson on Instagram Live says uh, they travel on tri- um, private transportation. They don't. See, that's the thing, though. They don't. They don't. They charter a plane, but that plane doesn't belong to right. the team. They, they charter that plane, but as soon as they drop them off, say, at, or, yeah, say they drop them off in, in Colorado. Right. They're filling that plane yeah, right back up with, with people. somebody else. Yeah, it's and, not a privately right. owned plane, I think. And that's the biggest thing is right. that before. They get on that plane. There's people in there. Right after they get off the plane, there's still people in that, there. And that's the point I was going to make right now. Is that it can be private. No one's allowed on that plane. But you know, you have you leave it up to the people on the, the people that run the plane to clean it the right way, properly right. sanitize it. And that's what you want to avoid. You, if you don't have to get on a plane two more times just to go to Houston or go to Texas later in the year, don't do it. So you know, you keep them out here where they're where they're able to use their own vehicles to get to where they need to get to or whatever. So, um, yeah, but yeah, I definitely think, you know, the traveling aspect is going to be the dangerous part of it. Yeah. Um, cause now you're not only talking about the plane. Now you're also talking about, um, the, the, bus, the plane. Bus, bus drivers uh-huh. and luggage care. Cause Come, because now you have to worry about the luggage carrier. I mean, there's yeah. so many things Coming that need in to contact happen with people and it could be minor. It could be nothing, you know, but still at this point, you just, you're not sure about well, they're going to be, super sensitive about it you know right now and uh it's gonna be interesting same thing with um well actually basketball they're staying in a bubble right so they're they're a little more like we ain't going nowhere <laughs> okay so with the basketball thing they're staying in a bubble and there's a snitch line i don't know if you saw that no yeah. where 
they're, 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 they are giving the players a certain number to call if they see someone break oh, the bubble man. or bringing someone in the bubble and stuff like that. Okay. I just don't know. I just think that's so funny, and, I'm, and part of me is kind of glad that they're not doing that with the with baseball. That they're kind of letting them be responsible for themselves. Because can you imagine if someone snitches on you, and then you have to go to the locker room that day and, and see them? Like, yeah, thanks, guy. I got busted for you know sneaking someone in or sneaking right. out or whatever. Especially with basketball players, they got that entourage. So you know, it's kind of like, sorry, bud. Sorry, all fifteen of you. You can't you can't come. You know, but if you sneak in the back window, you yeah, know. exactly. Like when you're in high school or something like that. Yeah, but yeah, the interesting part's going to be just and then the and then you guys now. also then you'll have fans, right? A fan oh, yeah. fan somewhere like no nothing else to do. Is good just calling up that tip line, just making up false reports, right? Right. right. Just to uh, you know deter the other team from you know playing your team. Exactly. So, yeah. so. it'll be really interesting. I, I, you know. So uh, another thing uh, for this is is players opting out as of right now. Again, as we recorded this on the first, um, no Angel player has opted out. There has been a couple Nationals. There has been Ian Desmond of the Rockies. Mm-hmm. Um, as a fan, if you were to layer down the road, find out that an angel opted out for whatever reason, how would you feel about it? It, it all really, you know what? I, I, I won't hate them for it. I'm not going to hold it against them. You know, there's there's people out there with families with kids. Mike Trout's going to have a kid this year, and we're going to miss him for a good period of time. Yeah, and that's the one thing I'm, so, everyone's saying that Trout is going to play. Trout's going to play. I, I, I think to this point he will. Oh, well, yeah, but. The once the baby comes. Yeah. I would not be surprised. No. Again, I'm not saying it's going to happen or it's not going to happen, but part of me wouldn't be surprised that he's. Because, I mean, you have a child. Like, yeah. that moment changes everything yeah, in, in your life. Absolutely. So, you know, would I be surprised if something hits him on the side of the head and says, you know what? Maybe for the because it's going to be I think what in August. Yes, in August. So you're talking about less than thirty games probably left. Yeah, you know. And he's going to have to leave before to get tested because he's not going to want to go home right without getting tested in the delivery. So he's going to be tested. You're going to have to wait for results. Maybe a day or two. He's Mike Trout. He'll get it right away. But then he's going to have to spend some time, which is probably going to be a week, maybe at least, right? Maybe even two. Then you're going to have to get tested again. Wait for results, be another day or two, and then he comes back. So yeah. it could be maybe three weeks. So that's anywhere between 15, 20 games. Yeah, maybe. and then the crazy part, too, is that the 60 games are going to be over 66 days. Yeah, so they're going to be going. And then, too, another rule, they're going to be a lot quicker to push a game off to the next day. So, like, for rain for rain delays, obviously – West Coast, you you would think you don't have to worry about that with Seattle being a dome, um, both Texas teams being a dome, um, Southern California, Dodgers, Padres, Angels, always pretty much having pretty good weather all the time. Um, but they are going to call games a little quicker. to, to So you're not going to have the threat of um, uh, double headers more because they don't want the players to be like, oh, it's going to rain delay for an hour and a half. Like they're not going to want guys to just kind of sit around and chill for an hour and a half so they're more likely to postpone it and play double header the next day so um that's gonna be interesting to see and, and that's where the depth of the of the organization i think is gonna come in right absolutely so um yeah i mean that's gonna be it's gonna be and, you know i like like you said what the one thing i do like about the schedule is the schedule is the fact that 
we've been missing baseball so much that we're just gonna fuck here you go like take it all in i'm and i'm sitting here going we have we're gonna have baseball bring it bring it so. so i mean that's cool um we'll see how this all plays out um I talked to someone today, and, and the players are getting are getting done getting tested now in waves. So, between today and tomorrow, I think all the players will work their way through Angel Stadium and get tested there. Um, but I, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think the next 24, 48 hours are going to be huge for baseball. As far as um, and you see in the NBA, you see in the NHL, they're getting back these twenty. Uh, I think the NBA tested 200 and something players and like 23 of them came back positive. The NHL tested uh, a larger number of people and, and they came back with like 15 positive. So you kind of already see the writing on the raw wall that some baseball players are going to test positive. Right. You're Eventually. Just not sure. You're just not sure happen. if it's going to be on the Angels, but I think the next 24, 48 hours when those reset results start coming back is going to be huge. Yeah. Um, it's going to happen. Uh they're just they're out there more than we are, you know. They're 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 interacting with more people than we are. They're they're basically well now they're even limiting that. I mean, now you're right. talking about um, the announcers. Like we had Gooby on not too long ago. The announcers are only going to be able to do the home games, and right. when they go to away games, they're going to you know on I don't monitors know monitors. Yeah, games. I don't know if it's going to be in Angel Stadium or if it's going to be in a studio. But either way, they're not traveling with them. Yeah. Um, the writers aren't traveling with them, so it's going to be really minimal staff when they hit the road so that's gonna be another interesting thing is like i mean we're gonna be able to watch the same feed and and all that stuff as a lot of these guys and you just wonder how much you're gonna miss like the little things like that's not on camera like someone warming up like they're not gonna know that until the camera guy pans over yeah Yeah, exactly like this guy you know yeah camp of can be been warming up for the last you know two batters but you just barely find out now yeah because you normally you you hear gooby or you hear or uh victor say oh you know such and such and such is warming up in the pen right now uh so yeah it's weird but what do you think how's it gonna how's it gonna or how's it gonna feel to you to not hear fans that's gonna be the weird part that is gonna be i think and then too i was just thinking about it because victor and gooby get so excited when the angels hit a home run and especially when they're in angel stadium when they're Mm -hmm. there so you're going to have, you know, Big Fly, you know, oh, Johnny or whatever. And no one's going to be there. And so I'm guessing the guys on the field are going to hear it. Now, does that piss off a pitcher even more that he hears <laughs> the other team's um, TV guy going right. crazy? Going ballistic. Yeah. And it's just like, really, guy? Like, because normally you wouldn't hear that because there's fans going crazy at fireworks. That's what I'm wondering, too. Are they going to have fireworks still? Uh, they... That was going to be my next yeah. question. What, is there going to be a firework after a home run? There should be. <laughs> You know, I don't, honestly, like, and kind of thinking about how they're going to present this to the fans that aren't there, you know, I think a cool part would be, obviously, uh, one of the things I love about going to Angels, Angel Games is the Calling All Angels video they do before the game. Maybe they should play it. And then they play, do they play that on Fox Sports West before the game that kind of leads into it? I, you know, I hope little stuff like that that you can't get at the stadium, they kind of work its way into a broadcast. I'm going to open up to you guys real quick before you say anything, Chris. That uh, Calling All Angels video always makes me shed a tear. I get goosebumps. I'm not gonna lie. All right, especially the first time we're and we're talking about Tyler Skaggs. Like the first time we went to the game for the no hitter, and they they put him in the at the back end of that, and you're just thinking like, oh fuck. Yeah. Oh yeah. Go ahead, curator. It's all you. Okay, number one. Do you think they should retire the calling all angels video at some point? Uh, it's been going like since O two. I don't think. No, it hasn't been since O two. I don't think they should retire it. It's been like O six. 
as long as like I'm cool with but them. That's a long time. Second question is how much money is the band Train making off residuals from that song? Dude, I don't know. That's a good question. Uh, a ton. Or do you think they... They had them at the 2010 All-Star Home Run Derby on the field. They actually played yeah, that song. That. Yeah. But do you think Do you think they paid one lump sum to say... Nope. You, you think they're getting nope. it per? Residuals. But, but the thing is, though, the residuals also come from profiting off of it. They're not profiting off of it at all. They're getting ticket sales. That's part, of the, the that's part of the fan experience. But what's the difference between that and a walk-up song? Oh, they probably have to pay for that, too. No, I don't think that's Nah, the they probably have to. There's, there's, I'm sure it's a lump sum. Well, I don't, see, I don't even think that because... I, I, I bet you they... I you bet you they... teams have to pay for walk-up songs? No, they don't. They, I, I don't think they... I don't think they it's thought a, it was going to blow up the way it I did. I guess it depends, too, on, like, what kind of TV deal and you I have. Don't, and we I need don't, to ask... Uh, we need to find the person on that. Yeah, we'll, we'll call... Oh. I got, we can call the PR guy. Hey, do you guys yeah. pay every time fucking train comes <laughs> on? Like, we'll tell you this. I want to know the train contract. Yeah. I will tell you this. In wrestling, when they use, like... Uh, uh, like CM Punk's the most recent guy. He he wore he used a cult of personality by Living Color, and they got paid a lump sum. See, and, yeah. and this is what I'm wondering too. So. When we're talking about using that on TV, now you're you're putting it out to way more people. So maybe that's the reason why they mm-hmm. don't play it on TV. Yeah, just like when they oh, brought yeah. when you uh, you're a bar, you have the fight on like MMA or whatever. Right. Yeah, yes. they allow yeah. for that. Steam, we know how many you know? people per going to be in right. the place. So uh, my my comment was going to be on you saw what the A's are doing, some other teams oh, are doing cutouts of fans. The Giants uh, and the, A's are the ones are doing. How do we do that? How do we get well, our A's image over there? And and if a foul ball hits you, that's for Oakland. They ship the ball that's to you. That's for Oakland. Yeah. So I'm might get my first major league baseball foul ball. I got one. I got one. I got one. I've never got one. A lot of a lot Ryan of foul Burke, balls at 66. I was sitting with you in your seats. Shout out. I've gotten two in my life. One was a home run by Torrey Gloss. He hit it to like right center field. I never field. got a home run ball. I was sitting in right center field. It hit the pole and bounced right to my feet. And then the second, the first, I was the second one. The first one I ever got was a game in like 92. I was sitting up in the, the first base side of the very top view level MVP. Uh, Mark Langston was pitching. Cause I remember this cause uh, Mark, I think it was 92. Mark Langston was an all-star game starting pitcher. And the all-star game starting catcher was Pudge Rodriguez, and he's the one that hit the foul ball. Why do you remember all this? No, shit. Know, it's it's useless so shit. making me feel old. Yeah. But yeah. But it was like cool. So life. yeah, so the Giants initially did the cutout to season, but see they did they just offered to just to season ticket holders, and then the A's kind of took it to the next step and said, you can pay, and I'm guessing because their price range was between forty nine and one hundred and twenty eight dollars, so I'm guessing like the more active foul territory spots are probably more expensive. But why is Oh, so they're charging for it. They're charging oh, yeah. for it, yeah. Oh, I I drop one fifty right now. Yeah, but my oh, yeah, question is for sure. My question is okay. Say you get a cutout. And whatever you're in there, and it gets demolished by a foul ball, do you now have to pay for another one? No, gosh, no. They probably <laughs> do. They probably replace you. Here's my question though: If Oakland's, why is Oakland doing this? They're used to an empty stadium every. They got <laughs> tarps. Way to just, make it look filled. That's yeah. why. Just put a tarp over excuse? it. This this that's what they do, right? This is their. That's excuse a way to, to make it look filled. I okay. don't know. I mean, now they have an excuse to actually try to make it look full. Mm. I yeah, mean, they should be used. I mean, that's to a great idea. I mean, that's pretty cool because then. Maybe they'll give you information. Okay, we're putting your cutout in this section. So when Look you watch it. the game, mm-hmm. yeah. And, and Angel fans should know where the sections yeah. are if you've been there enough. So like, oh, it's going to section, you know, uh, 412 or whatever. Oh, oh, let me see. Maybe you got mine or whatever. Well, I'm going to be right behind home plate. <laughs> well, you're never going to get a foul ball, though. 
I don't behind care. Paper think, too. Paper Chris, too. Chris, Chris is going to put his behind the net yeah. and not even realize it. Like, oh, damn. Yeah, that triangle net. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, it's going to be interesting. That To me, that's what I was thinking. I, I was watching the Korean Baseball League for a while, and then I just I stopped just because I don't know anybody. But um, And it's on that weird hours, and I just can't yeah. stay up that late. But it was, it was weird, but I like the way they added filler noise, but I don't see Major League Baseball doing that, and I, I probably wouldn't want them to add filler noise, like just kind of like the little – sounds of the game in the background i i probably wouldn't want major league baseball to do that so i'm very interested to see how that dynamic's going to be like sitting yeah, here definitely in my man cave watching the game and then there's no man sound. i know right i don't know it's we're gonna have weird. to do uh watch parties here since halo haven is uh occupied under, right now under construction what what is the current status of no halo it's haven? good there's uh, a lot of uh a lot of stuff in there <laughs> when i say <laughs> stuff when i say stuff i'm talking like 80 Halo magazines oh, stacked up. We're kind of like this, but not... I'm talking like stacked hey, don't take, up. Don't, I'm hey, talking... don't make fun of our uh, camera stand for our <laughs> Facebook fans. 1980s yeah. Halo magazine. Hey, there just needs to be some rearranging. Okay. That's all I got to say. So it will be open uh, opening day, of which this is year. what? The 27th? 24th or 20, 23rd or 24th? So, yeah, they haven't said. Yeah. I guess there's pictures circling where... People have gone by Angel Stadium, and Angel Stadium is saying that it's July 24th opening day. So yeah, it will be ready by the twenty fourth. Just like let okay. you know. So, so we might have our own. We were already planning to go to Halo Haven on opening day already this year. So we might as well keep on doing it. So what the hell? Yeah. yeah. So we'll be all right. All right. Well, so. that's going to be interesting. You want to move on to the roster spots? Yeah. Wanna... So let's let's take a quick break, yeah. real quick. We'll get to our sponsors. Um, but yeah, when we come back, we'll talk about rosters and we will take email questions. So oh, and do we have a curators chronicles? Or, or are we just going? Just uh, he's he's looking, he's looking. Let's see. Yes, there will be oh, okay. a new edition of the Curators Chronicles. It will not be a day in Angel's history. It will be uh, some tips. All right. So after the break, that's a tease. After the break, we will come back with the Curators Chronicles. So we'll be right back after this. There is no shortage of action going on with our partner over at BetOnline.ag. The sports world is slowly making its way back with the NBA announcing its return in late July. But right now, UFC, boxing, NASCAR, and international soccer all have resumed play, and BetOnline has the best odds for their upcoming games and matches. Need more? BetOnline has simulated NBA, NFL, UFC live every day for our devoted gamblers, and check it out. BetOnline also offers hundreds of casino games, poker tournaments, and the best props in the business. Visit BetOnline on your computer or mobile device and join now to receive your welcome bonus. That's BetOnline.ag, your online wagering experts. Hijo de su chingada madre. Ay, wey. Those are the screams I used to make when I would cut myself shaving before I knew about Manscaped. Thank you, Manscaped, for turning my loud shrieks into multiple peaks. Man, start taking notes because Manscaped accents are finally a thing of the past. The Manscaped Lawnmower 3.0 has been beautifully designed to reduce those painful nicks and tugs. This is their third generation trimmer featuring advanced skin safe technology so you keep your bad boys nice and smooth. The Manscaped engineering team obsesses over technology developments to provide you the best tools for your grooming experience. They spent 18 months perfecting the greatest ball hair trimmer ever created. And just released a new and improved Lawnmower 3.0. Guys, I had the 2.0 and I didn't think it could get any better, but this one's better. 
When I tell you this is premium, I mean premium. The battery will last up to 90 minutes so you can take a longer shave. The water-resistant technology allows you to shave in the shower. One of the coolest features is the LED light that illuminates the grooming areas for a closer and more precise trimming. And let's not forget about the charging stand. Show your mower off loud and proud because this intelligently designed stand is a convenient charging dock powered by USB. So many people have written in stories about the Lawnmower 3.0 has changed their life. They even included pics so I could see the smoothness for myself and they're not kidding. You need to try this out for yourself. Get 20% off plus free shipping when you use the code armchair at manscaped.com. Your balls will thank you. Get 20% off free shipping with the code armchair at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com. Use code armchair. Your balls will thank you. What's up? Johnny Catfish here, ambassador for Groom Goon Beard and Body Care. Are you tired of your beard feeling rough and not so fresh? Do yourself a favor and do what I did and check out www.groomgoon.com. Groom Goon carries a variety of beard oils and beard and body soaps that will leave your beard feeling soft and smelling great all day long. Don't just take my word for it. Go check it out for yourself. Again, that's www.groomgoon.com. And at checkout, use discount code CATFISHTHEGOON, all one word, CATFISHTHEGOON, and receive 15% off your purchase. Why choose Groom Goon? Well, because your beard deserves it. Listen to my show, The Punk Corner, on KJ Epic Radio, every Thursday from 5 p.m. to 7 p.m. Gentlemen, this is another edition of the Curator's Chronicles, uh, presented to you by the Curator. I've uh, taken a little bit of absence, came back a few weeks ago, but it's good to be back, everyone. Um, this edition is going to be a little bit different. We do not have a piece of Angel's history for you because we know the most significant uh, day in Angel's history, obviously, is th- uh, the passing of Tyler Skaggs. So we've already covered that. So I will I'll leave that be. Um, what we're going to present to you today, folks, is we've been doing uh, Angel's Memorabilia Challenge since uh, pretty much like what would have been opening day. Myself, a little bit before. So myself, Johnny, uh, Ryan, I don't know his Danger full. Danger is his middle name. Danger's middle yeah. name on past, Instagram. Past uh, guest uh, on Mandinator has participated. Also past guest on the All Angels podcast. Yeah, so we tried to get Tom Duino. Yeah, fans to post their Angels memorabilia. Uh, for me, as a kid, uh, that's kind of like my love for the Angels started. I hate to say it. It was with, like, souvenirs. Um, I remember being out a game, I think it was like 85 where the souvenir guy used to go up and down the stands with the foam finger all that stuff, the giveaway uh, Smokey the Bear cards, all that and that really got me into the sport and I think any Angel fan likes having some piece of memorabilia, whether it be a hat 
uh, gear. So we started a challenge for you to kind of showcase what you have. Um, we kind of um, collect quite a bit, almost probably too much. So um, uh, a lot of the stuff we come up with is from the swap meet, a lot of the stuff I get. And so that's a good way to actually build upon your collection is to get some cheap stuff out in the wild, like unfound stuff. And so today I'm going to give you a few tips on how to find it. Uh, so a lot of the stuff that's being showcased is from my collection, and I'm currently out there every day. Um, hopefully, they, hopefully Newsom doesn't shut down that swap meet because my swap meet game is strong right now. Um, first thing is to, if you want to find some cool angel stuff, you got to develop a trained eye. And when I say that means a lot of practice, a lot of experience. I've been doing this since 2010, uh, going to local swap meets at, you know, drive-in theaters. But looking, when you see red accompanied with navy blue, you go pick up that item. And even if that item is an angel saying, <laughs> oh, well. But you got to also, if I may lend a tip to you, gotta, you got to know what you're looking like. Like you're just saying, you need to know what you're looking for. But also like. For instance, I think you mentioned in the last podcast, a Halo magazine always going to have a Marlboro Man yep. in the back. You see so that you cigarette see, in the yeah, horse? You see a Marlboro Man. That's a Halo magazine. Go look for it. Go Because exactly. chances are it's going to be a magazine. Yep. Right. Okay. So you see that. You see like, you know, a gray maybe mixed with a Navy and a, it might be a, you know, a college team. It might be a Little League jersey. It's all right. Um, just develop a trained eye. Uh, second tip, when there's smoke there's fire if i see some angel stuff it might not be something i want to put in my collection but if there's something i'm sure that box may have something else angels related uh from my experience it usually does so you might see you know like a typical giveaway hat or something you don't even want to add to your collection but you start digging you never know what's going to be on the bottom of that box and lastly uh, well, there's a lot of tips. I can go on and on. But number three. That could be its own podcast. I know. Number man. three, you got to pound the pavement. You got to pound the pavement, son. You got to go all the time. And a lot of people are like, oh, my gosh, you find stuff all the time. It's not always that. It's not always It's not always the case. Um, yeah, we've been finding a lot of stuff right now, man. I'm not even lying. I think it's uh, coming out of COVID. Mm -hmm. People are getting away from giving all their stuff away, donating. Um, I've been yeah. finding all sorts of stuff. But, yeah, you got to you gotta just get out there. You got to put 5,000 steps out there on a you know, Tuesday morning, whatever it may be. You got to circle around a few times. Uh, one of the best finds I ever found was the Alan Trammell Game Use Bat. And it was like my fourth time around. Like I passed this bat over and over and I just finally saw it. So you got to pound the pavement. Good things will happen. Um, found some of my best angels memorabilia just from being out at the swap meet. We're getting this pennies on the dollar too. John, you've been with me. Mm -hmm. You've seen it. Yeah. Um, not every time you're going to find something cool. Yeah. It's uh, just what it is. And also, I think if I, if I may add something to it, if it's old and it's cheap, like super cheap, just get it because you never know what you can have on your hands. I mean, it, who knows? You're, you're, someone, there's a picture that someone tells you for 10 cents and it's old. It looks old to you. Trust your gut. Just buy it. It's 10 cents. Mm -hmm. You know, don't overpay for it. There's a story like that. Yeah. It's like, what would you put a dollar in a slot machine and just be like, Oh, I put a dollar in a slot machine. Yeah. But like, yeah, like John said, like 
just take a gamble. It's yeah. not even a gamble, really. Yeah. Like, is a dollar going to make or break you? Right. It's in your Probably pocket. not. Yeah. Uh, I'm still – my new thing is I'm trying not to buy stuff off eBay anymore. It's all been found, which is still tempting. It's cool. Um, but I, I, it's more of a challenge to kind of find it out there, like in the wild, you know, right. it's like more of a reward. <laughs> he's like the Steve Irwin this, this of, is, of, of swap meets. She's a this is like, <laughs> he's like, he's coming around like, oh, this is uh, yeah, it's a little bit more of a challenge. It's fun. I did buy something on eBay though. I have to confess uh, something. He gave in. I've been watching this item for f- probably 10 years. The banner. I bought the banner. No way. I bought it. I, I For the price that you wanted. <laughs> Damn, you went in. Yeah, so I bought a 1985 25th Dude, anniversary been banner that's like been... 10 years. Yeah, that was hung in the stadium and all that. I've been trying to negotiate. That thing's been on eBay for like 10 years. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I had a f- it, it knows all about Chris. So he, Trust he'll, me, come, he'll come around. It's he'll on my around. watch list, too. I was never going to buy it. Let though. me tell you what. I had a few beers there, and I, and I, I clicked on <laughs> hey, that. I, hey, I did the buy it now. The buy it now feature. Isn't that how we got the bus oh uh, yeah it's pretty much how everything in my life happened a few beers later yeah. oh yeah that's anyways what... so those are my tips keep on posting your memorabilia uh we love to see it uh, everything we post i think people probably thought maybe we're just sharing photos that people have posted in the past no that's all stuff we have no. uh everything cool john's because... posting is everything he has in this room right here in here or in yeah in the closet well the cool here. part is too because on our instagram a lot of people will message you and, and ask you how do you get this mm-hmm. stuff. So it's kind of like, here you go. This is how you do it. Right. Yeah, those are my three tips. I can. I think I have like ten. Oh, you probably have way. They come more. through my head yeah. when I'm. Like I said, we could do our own podcast. About yeah, and, that. and all the stuff I'm showing you is just angel stuff. You have no idea all no, the other baseball good. stuff. Hey, I'm I'm collecting baseball stuff. Like um, crazy. One thing Chris so. mentioned about how he's getting lucky at the swap meet because of the COVID and people are just trying to like get rid of the stuff. Through our account here at Halo Haven, I've gotten donated more than a few things by a few people for the same reason. They're at COVID. They're at home. I don't need Cleaning this. Cleaning up. I don't need this just sitting here. I want to give it to somebody who's gonna who appreciates it, and they hit us up because they see us on Angel Memorabilia Challenge, and I'm more than willing to take whatever you want to give me because either I'll take it or maybe Chris doesn't have it. I'll give it to Chris, vice versa. Chris will give me something. We, we hand it off to people who are going to want, you know, appreciate it, so... I think you have to have an appreciation for it, obviously, like to get into how we get into it. But no memorabilia is better than anything. I mean, if it matters, if it matters a lot to you, it could be a hat, it could be anything. Hey, it's a piece of memorabilia that means something to you, man. Post it. Let's see it. Absolutely. Unless it's just some like cheap stadium giveaway. I don't. I really don't want to see some you know giveaway hat with chronic tacos on the back. I'm sorry. I'm an elitist when it comes to that. So so bougie. You know, I, I've, I've come a long way. I used to buy everything angels at the Swami, but you have to kind of, you got to yeah. slow down, refine your collection. Chris, yeah. And, oh wait, Chris tip number. Oh wait, 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 wait. Tip number four. Shoot. You got to You got to refine that collection. You got to say, hey, am I collecting bobbleheads? Am I collecting this or that? You can't just be collecting everything. I collect. I collect everything. Angels. Collect, I mean, obviously, no, I don't you got to slow down. I don't collect everything. Chris is telling someone to slow down. That's you the best me. part. I slowed down. I, I've learned a lot, man. I've been giving away stuff, and then I'll. Hey, tip number five: hook your homies up. Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. If you got doubles, hook yeah. a homie up. Yeah. Don't charge them. Don't trade. Just give it to them. It'll come back through 
through the yeah. Halo universe. You'll end up getting something in return. You'll get a bobblehead that you didn't get. or that yeah. We've done it. We've exactly. all, all three of us have been like, dude, you didn't go to the game? Here's this one. Exactly. And so, yeah, it comes back I got a couple of older yeah, bobbleheads from Chris because yeah. he had yep. extra, like, Tori yep. Hunter yeah, and stuff me like too. that. Yeah, I me mean, too. Yeah, and I've gotten from both of you, so it, that's how it works out, you know? So I guess this is the return of the Curator's Chronicles. Let's go! So another thing we'll talk about is the roster. Before we get to that, there was a question on our Facebook feed um, from, again, David Vasquez. He says, do you see pitchers get going down with injuries this year for all the access MLB with for all the access MLB with short season? And most likely if they don't get proper workout before the season gets going, it's going to be a thing. I think that's I think that's kind of going to be a huge thing is the injuries um the pitchers are going to have this year because of the shortened uh summer yeah. camp yeah you know and guys for as for as much as guys and i've seen guys like keenan middleton and cam midrosian and on their instagrams for as much as they've been working out on their own there is a difference it's not the same baseball shape is different from being in shape and especially for a pitcher who has a especially at this time of the season, they're on a they're on a regimen. They're on a schedule right. of how many pitches they throw in bullpen, how many pitches they throw, you know, in between games, how many pitches they throw after games. So, yeah, that's gonna be scary. But at the same time, and I thought about this, um, I think a shorter season is gonna help a team like the Angels, who who struggles with the bullpen, ended up biting them in the butt later in the year because of the usage of the bullpen. So that's going to be the interesting part of of the baseball season is, you know, what what are the advantages, disadvantages, but injuries are, man, oh, an injury to one guy can, can really be brutal, especially for the Angels in the pitching staff. All right, so let's get to the roster. Obviously, um, a lot of teams posted their 60-man player pool, but a lot of teams also didn't fill it up completely. Mm-hmm. Um, the initial player pool that the Angels put out was just uh, 55 players. Since then, and again, we're recording this uh, July 1st, so um, by the time you listen to it, maybe they fill it out a little bit more. But as we were six, right? Yeah, as we record now, they did add first round pick um, Reed Detmers to the list. So now they're at 56. A lot of teams are leaving some wiggle room if they want to sign free agents, mm-hmm. if they want to maybe wait to see test results i'm thinking if so-and-so um tests positive and they figure out hey we might need another second baseman or hey we might need another catcher or hey we might need another pitcher there there's room there to, to bring guys in so as the roster is uh constituted right now you have 30 pitchers one two-way guy and i don't know if you heard about him but shohei otani five catchers 12 infielders and eight outfielders um, obviously, all the 40-man roster made it. So even the younger guys like a Hector Yon, like a Jemai Jones mm-hmm. are there. Um, and then, too, you have a lot of, like, the guys that were, like, non-roster invitees during spring training. So you're talking about, like, the Brandons, the Brandon Marshall, Joe Adels, um Jose uh, Rojas. Jose Rojas. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I believe um, uh, 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 I'm thinking of pitchers. uh 
Uh, Patrick Sandoval. Patrick Sandoval. Well, he was already in the 40 man. Or was but, he on the 40? Yeah, he was already in the 40 man. But like you have these guys already yeah. there. Uh, Neil Ramirez, I think, is, is the one I was, I was thinking Chris of. Chris Rodriguez. Well, he's – and that's the thing, too. He wasn't, an, he wasn't a non-roster invitee to spring training. He was – A minor league He's a minor guy. league guy. Yeah. So I, I'm guessing you already kind of thought about it. But what name on the list from – away from the, these guys – um, the normal guys popped and, and stood out to you as far as like, Oh, he made it or, yeah, exactly. or this is going to be, Oh, this guy's yeah, going to exactly. make a difference. Wow, okay, cool. He, no, he made it. That's cool. Oh, oh, obviously Brandon Marsh. I like, you know, but I knew that because I knew that. Right. So I'm asking, yeah, I'm asking, did so, someone surprise you? Uh, I did think about it a little bit. I, I think Rojas surprised me a little bit just because I, he wasn't on my radar at okay. all. And I said, Oh, okay. Good for him. Because, this is a guy who last year had an amazing season in the minor league level. But again, I don't know about you, but he wasn't on my radar. I didn't expect well, him I to. Well, I figured he would make the roster because he's always been that borderline, like, his num- like you said, his numbers look always look really, mm-hmm. really good in Salt Lake, but you always kind of figured, oh, it's Salt Lake. So I figured he would make it. Like, for me, the surprise, like, if I had to pick two guys that were kind of surprises for me was Jordan Adams and then obviously Chris Rodriguez. Like, oh, even yeah. though Chris has... Really, really good right. stuff. Um, you're just not sure about the development as far as because he's missed so much time with injury. Like, right. if he's played the last two years injury free, I think he's a given. I think he's probably even on the forty man. Right, right. Um, but I think this is a good way to get some of these guys in the camp right. in front of right. coaches. Exactly. And so, so that was cool. But Jordan, you know, he's only spent super young. He's super young, and he's only spent like two or three. I think it was like two or three weeks in. I think. And high A eight games, I think it was. Amazing. Was it like eight games? Eight yeah, a, a super small sample size yeah. in um, high A Inland Empire at the end of last year. Yeah. So I was surprised to see him there. But again, no, no MLB team has sixty MLB ready dudes. No, so you no, knew nope. it would be filled out well, with minor league right. potential guys. And and that's why I wasn't. So surprised with Jordan Adams and you know obviously Brandon Marsh and Joe Dell were going to. You be knew on there. that was going, yeah. But I wasn't too surprised with with Jordan and Chris too 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 much. I was a little bit. I like I love seeing their names on there, just because there's no man, minor league season right now. This is the only way to get these guys who are potential you know guys who you see They're at the major make league super, level at a gonna at a point kind in of, their career. Yeah. You don't want them to have this whole season off and and kind of just. Okay, work out on your own. So a guy like Jordan Adams is is high on the Angels list of I'm going to look at this kid, no matter right. how young he is. Same so, thing with Chris. Same thing same, with Chris. Yeah. Brandon and Joe were givens because you don't want these guys to not play ball or not be in the system's eye where they can be coached by the team mm-hmm. all 2020. So, um, but yeah, to me, I think it was just Rojas because I was like, he was on my radar and I was like, oh, he, to me, he was almost a guy that I forgot about. Right. So that's that was one guy. The other guy, not there wasn't so many. Well, like for me too, another one would, would be would be um, Jack Kruger, the, the catcher. Yeah, that's that's the other one. You yeah. know, and, and and to his, you know, he had, well, he's the highest rated catcher in the farm system right now for the Angels, a, a position that they've really struggled finding inner inner team uh, uh, players. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's kind of slipped over the last few years. I mean, he had a great like we saw him a lot with Inland Empire. He yeah, had a great did. season with Inland Empire a couple of years ago. Then he got um, obviously promoted to Double A, and he just kind of stayed there. Right. Uh, last year, and didn't it didn't really seem, at least numbers wise, progress a whole lot. So he's kind of slipped off the thirty man or 
um, the 30 player, you know, ranking for prospects. But um, again, maybe getting into a camp around major league players. Right will help him you know that's something that we'll find out and, and also, also depth at the catcher position is important right especially now especially right yeah, yeah especially when you're so limited to right. the players you can use and then of course you know when they practice you know you don't want to use it say you carry three you only carry three well these guys are going to have to practice like when during practice do bullpens with all with you know all these guys you need to have at least two more catchers so but it, but still i'm not taking anything away from jack Kruger. You know, they could have picked anybody else, but he, like you said, highest rated catcher in the minor league system. So, so again, too, the Angels are going to kind of split their their, their summer camp. Um, you would think the more serious guys that are going to play this year are going to be at Angel Stadium, right. and then maybe the guys that are long shots, or maybe just yeah. developmental guys like, like Jordan Chris, Adams, and- like a Jordan Adams, like a Chris Rodriguez, like a Jack Kruger, right? Um, like a Hector Yawn. Uh, maybe those guys are at Long Beach because that's a, that's a secondary right. site for right. the guys that aren't on the roster. So once the season starts, obviously you're going to have the, the 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 traveling roster. So again, starting at 30 and working its way down to 26, but the rest of the guys are going to be at a secondary site, which is going to be Long Beach Long State. Long Beach State, yeah. For multiple reasons, to keep if someone does pop uh, for COVID, they're separated from everybody. So. You know, it's going to be really interesting when this camp starts, who goes where, because I think that will give you a better idea of who's the Angels look to seriously um, contribute this year. Yeah. And, it, you know, I'm looking at this list and I mean, you could you could you could tell, OK, well, this guy's going to Angel Stadium, this guy's going to Angel Stadium, this guy's going to Angel Stadium. But uh, yeah, I want to I, I'm, I'm real curious to see, you know, if starting camp. You know, if Joe Adele and Brandon Marsh, the higher rated prospects, are going to be at Angel Stadium, which I think they will. I think, like, if you look at the, oh man, yeah, if you look just at the, outf- start, if you look at begin. the outfield, I can see Marsh and Joe being there. Jordan probably in, in in Long Beach, but at the same time, you have Brian Goodwin. You know, that's going to be with, at Angel Stadium. You have Michael Hermosillo. That's a question mark. But then you have Trout, Upton, and and Taylor Ward. Maybe Taylor. Ward. I don't know about. That. I'm not sold on Taylor. Yeah, maybe he's a Long Beach guy. It's just gonna be really interesting to see because, yeah. you know, you, you you would think you would split four and four. Four outfielders go to Long Beach. Four outfielders go to Angel Stadium. And so obviously you're gonna have Trout, Upton, and Goodwin. Those are three. Who's that fourth guy? And it's probably gonna Hermosillo. be Hermosillo. And then the, yeah. and then the other guys are gonna at least go to Long Beach. And then you know, it's gonna be really interesting to see. And same thing with catchers. You, you would think Stasi. Um, Castro, Castro and Bersano. I think Bersano. Uh, those will be at Angel Stadium, and then and Kruger and Bamboom probably at Long Beach. Yeah. So it's gonna be really interesting to see how they, they divvy everything up. But um, we have a roster. But again, too, they can add guys. They can add some more outfielders. So it'll be really interesting to see if they do that in the coming days or what happens. Yeah, I've read on a tweet. I don't know if it was Red or whoever, but I, the Angels you know, roster or they're leaving it at fifty six. Just in case of any acquisitions or right, and that's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, they they get a free agent. If right. you know, all of a sudden, let's just say, for example, you I mean you don't hope it happens, but let's say two other catchers pop for COVID. Now you need more catchers, so right. now you can bring more in. Right. So I think you know that's part of the deal too. Is they're probably waiting for a lot of those um, results. Mm-hmm. So we'll we'll see what happens with that. Um, yeah, I, 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 you know, it's gonna be really interesting to see. But this is for the most part uh, their roster. Again, it's at fifty six. We'll see what it, how it pans out. But uh, you know, it's 
and you can even put Fletcher in the outfield. I forgot about that. They played a lot of Fletcher in the outfield in spring training. So there's a lot of questions that are going to come up during this uh, summer camp presented by Camping World. I, lo- I, I love the sponsorship. It just kind of fits perfectly with it. Not us, but they're playing the MLB. Shoot. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, yeah, so that's the roster, as I said. So now we'll work our way into emails. And I got the first one from Duncan Healy. Oh. Uh, loyal listener. Yeah, dead horse. As, dead horse. I feel like we Chris needs to get on the mic. How sweet it is. Baseball's back. No offense, guys, but shows... Uh, no offense, guys, but show's not the same without the two of you. I respect your guests, don't get me wrong, but I need some Daniel and Johnny in my eardrums and I guess the occasion, occasional curator when he graces us with his presence. <laughs> Let's go Halos. So, I, you know, Chris is a uh, a shooting star. It happens every once in a while and, and you know, we're we're... We are feel pleasure to have him in our presence. Yeah, thanks, Duncan, for that shout out. Um, I'm like I'm like Haley's comment here. I'm just coming in once in a blue moon. I'm hoping to be here more often. I'm excited about the the shortened season, but uh, we appreciate your. Uh, I I guess it's not viewership, listenship, listenship. listenship uh, Dead Horse Alaska. We we talk. Hey, we talked about it. We're making some Dead Horse shirts. Like we're big in Dead Horse Alaska. Oh yes. Like the, how cool would that be? Hey, what's we should look up like the All Angels um, podcast. We're big. Yeah. We're big in Dead Horse. We're big in Dead Horse, Alaska, and yeah. with the A, you could put a little wing on it. Or you yeah, I, I, you know, you know, like you know, like Hasselhoff's big in Germany. Right, we're big in Dead Horse. I'm just saying we should get like the Dead Horse flag on the front or and then on the back. Morrissey big in Mexico, and then on yeah. the back says we're big in Dead Horse. Yeah, so I appreciate that, Duncan. Uh, I'm glad somebody cares about me. Somebody missed me. <laughs> no, you'll get more. You'll get more. Man. So the next one is from Trevor Billings. He says, uh, "Hey guys, love hearing you on the show." The curator, question mark? Wow, what happened to the Chronicles? <laughs> anyway, as always, love when uh, you are all together. Can't wait to hear you guys talk about the actual season with the time off. This means Otani and Canning should be ready, right? Yes. Yeah. Uh, it just came Epler. out and said Otani, yeah. Epler just had a press conference with the beat writers, and, and the beat writers posted that Otani should be ready to both bat and, and hit this, this pitch year. Pitch and hit, yeah. Yeah, sorry, pitch and hit this year. Um, Canning, again, I think is also ready to go this year. So uh, that only helps the Angels because going to the regular uh, opening day, that was a huge question mark. Yeah. So Trevor misses you too, Curator. Yeah, so you get a bunch of of love. You just don't know it because you're not here. And obviously you don't download and listen. Hey, I don't. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, hey. I'm uh, I'm being real. Uh, that's part of my plan. You just gotta show up here and there. You know, man of mystery. <laughs> Next one, Rob Lassings. Hey, we're actually talking baseball, real baseball. Ha ha ha. What are the, what are the chances the Angels adding new faces, perhaps a few free uh, agent pitching? I'm not talking about top notch, but more depth. I think if it's there and it's available, they're gonna they're gonna get it. Uh, they're you know if it's somebody that's gonna help them, obviously. It has to be somebody that's going to fill a need that the Angels have. Uh, yeah, they'll, they'll add somebody, but I'm not holding my breath. I don't think they're actually out there. Right now, I think they're just focused on getting the guys that they need to get out onto the field. 
And once training camp starts or summer camp or whatever the hell they're calling it starts, I think they'll know more. But I think right now it's a little too early to even Yeah, think I think um, there's always a chance to add guys for depth just because, like we mentioned earlier, they have four slots open on the 60-man. So um, off the top of my head, I don't know exactly what who's available free agency-wise. And if you're talking about trades, I just don't see trades really happening this year just because, like I said, the fact that... It's not worth it. Yeah, if... if, Are you trade somebody for 60 games? Well, not not only that, unless... Well, I don't know how secure you would feel about, like, let's... And everyone loves this move, but Marcus Stroman coming to the Angels next year as a free agent. But I don't know how secure you would feel about trading for him this year you know, even if he says, oh, I want to come to the Angels, like, I don't know how secure you feel about it because it's just his word. It's not in paper. Right. So I don't know if you trade. And what you're, you giving, know, what you're giving up for him. You were right. You're, you're going to maybe maybe it's not going to cost you a, a, a Marsh or Adams, but maybe it does. Jeremiah cost, Jackson. But yeah, but it could cost you something like that. And then draft are you. Pick. Dra- um, well, you can't trade, trade draft picks, but maybe you, you trade, you know, maybe your second level minor league guys. Do you feel comfortable with that for something so short and you don't know if he's going to come back? So trade-wise, I just I don't see it. But free agency-wise, I can see a lot of teams looking at depth in the pitching because pitching is going to be so um, – I think hit or miss at the beginning. Yeah, I, I think pitchers are going to be ahead of hitters coming out of – like starting the season if they've trained and if they have uh, been working on it. But if they haven't or not to that extent – I think hitters can take advantage of some bad pitching this at the beginning of the year. Yeah, it's gonna be again. This whole season is gonna be interesting. It's gonna in be. Uh, I I can't wait because it's gonna be a sprint, sixty games. Yeah. Like you're talking about most of the time when we're in a regular season, and, and in my eyes, like you don't really know what a team is until about eighty games in. Yeah. So I, I it's gonna be really interesting to see what happens. Okay, curious. Like you want to say something? No, I meant the Angels are a slow starting team, right? At least under Sosha, traditionally they, were. they have been traditionally under Sosha, slow starting team. Oh, yeah, that's get right. hot, and I totally free, like yeah. get so hot many, right so around the All Star break. Happened in the offseason that I just like, so like if you give up, like you go like I don't know seven and fourteen the first you know that's gonna part hurt. of the game like that's big time. That's really gonna hurt. Yeah, there's a, there's not a lot of room for recovery, so that that's my concern. But then on on the other hand, like you come out you come out the gate rolling, you'll be all right. So. Yeah. So it's gonna be interesting to see how the season plays out. In our last email from Lauren Cod, hi Johnny, hi Daniel, and maybe curator. Oh dang! Right. <laughs> I am super excited that baseball. Come on, is... Lauren. <laughs> I am super excited that baseball is back. Who, in your opinion, will be the biggest impact? Uh, in the team this year with the shortened season, aside from Trout, Rendon. Really, I wouldn't say Otani just because he does two things. Yeah, I was leaning towards Otani, maybe even an Upton because the season's not long. You know what I mean? Yeah, and Upton's gonna be a big question so, mark. And I see a turf toe, turf toe. Turf-toe. I see a lot of questions too about it, as far as where they see Joe fitting into the outfield. I saw someone posting it was and again it was like some like I there's some Instagram pages that I talk to and, and respect because they they seem on it and then there's some that are just like I, I don't know where you get oh you mean the internet where anybody can post anything they want and it's like one of the guys said oh I wouldn't be surprised if 
Upton and Goodwin were splitting time at the beginning uh, during the year, and Joe would be the full time outfielder. I'm like, if anything, it's going to be Goodwin and, and Joe splitting time in the outfield because with a 60 game season, you can't afford to have a guy learning on the job. Like everyone, everyone hopes, and I hope too. Like I'm not different. I hope that Joe hits the ground running, and I right. think you will see him in the in the majors this year. But you can't afford for him to kind of like have a slow start because it's only 60 games. So yeah. I can see him and Joe splitting. And then if Upton is anywhere close to the Upton that people imagine, he's going to sit in left field and he's going to do a really good job. It's so 60 games too. Like, you know, so he's not going to wear and tear is not going to be on his turf toe. Uh, <laughs> you know, so it, it, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I don't know where that whole Joe and Goodwin split. Yeah, I, I think... I think honestly, Joe makes an appearance with the Angels this year. I'm kind of like 75-25% that Marsh will. I'm not 100% certain that he will. I think injuries going to play with a lot of it and also too just the guys they have. Like I said earlier, Fletcher was taking a lot of reps in the outfield last year. Yeah. They can very easily put him and Goodwin to be platooning during the during the beginning of the year and putting uh Tommy Listella at second. Right. That's a very possible situation right um but then you also have good one you have hermosillo so joe i think what well, i'd eventually will get out there i just not sure about brandon or jordan or, or some of those other guys so it's gonna be interesting to see how the, that plays out yeah definitely we were talking about joe before this whole COVID thing too where what his chances were was he on the outside looking in i think we both agreed that he would eventually make it to the team but not out of spring training um, but yeah, especially now, I think I think eventually we will see him, and it'll be interesting. Like you said, we all want to see him hit the ground running, but we also can't expect him to either. Like you, right. you, can't, you just, I mean, he's young. He's, I don't even think he's twenty one yet, right? I think he just turned twenty one. But like, yeah. too, like he 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 spent a little bit of time in, in the AAA last right. year, right? Injuries last year, yeah. Held him back, a but little like bit. even coming in, coming going into like the regular spring training this earlier this year it was kind of looking like he wasn't going to break camp with the team. No. So with no real angel instruction, just kind of private instruction and in himself. Yeah, what made him better. Exactly. Yeah. So um, I think Joe doesn't initially break out. Maybe on the 30, man, just because your numbers are so are so. Yeah, big. maybe, maybe. But when he gets down to 26, I'm just, I'm, I, I'm not 100% Yeah, sure. I'm not either. I think they're going to go with the normal CO. you know, as a fourth outfielder. And like you said, Fletcher was playing outfield, so that yeah. gives him another guy out there. Another infielder, outfielder, sash guy that they can throw out there. So uh, that's where it kind of, like you said, it probably doesn't look as good for a Marsh uh, with Fletcher taking but, reps. But you know, it, it is who knows. Good, it, it is good though Wait. to see the Marsh, the, oh, yeah. the Adams, the Rod the Chris Rodriguez, yeah. like the Krugers, those guys in a, in the camp to just develop because Great some of these thing. guys, if they if they develop to what you need them to be, they're going to be big parts of the Angels yeah. going into the future. And these so. are guys you can see. That are eventually going to develop, so you want them to have get their reps in. So, yeah, it's exciting. It's exciting either way, dude. You know, quick, quick tournament. It seems like a tournament. Yeah, that's what it seems like. And uh, it's going to be fun, man. I can't wait. So that wraps it up for the emails. Again, if you want to reach us at allangelspodcast at gmail .com. Again, that's allangelspodcast at gmail .com. And our social media feed at Halo underscore Haven on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Yeah. So hit us up on there. And then again, quick shout out to, want to shout out Archangel Pins on Instagram at Archangel Pins. Uh, no, this is our button, but uh, 
a lot of cool buttons. Check them out. Uh, just released brand, a bunch of brand new ones. And, of course, all of our sponsors, man. I mean, I have nothing else unless the curator has a... And if you want to sponsor us, we're open to that uh, opportunity. Um, I, would, I don't know if I... Would, yeah, you know what? I'll call us uh, social media influencers. So, uh, Ace, Ace Out Clothing, uh, new sponsor of the... The podcast and of Halo Haven, so you can get a promo code on that. John's been putting that out. Uh, the shirt, the shirt I'm wearing right now is actually being given to us a few years back uh, by Twenty Seven Outs. They do a, a brand of like all Cal- California teams uh, clothing at Navidad Fonseca. Uh, but yeah, we'll. Uh, you if you give us uh, some clothing we'll wear it we'll uh, we'll influence we people we don't care i don't care whatever it says chico chico's bail bonds on the back <laughs> um you know you know we're drinking it and they're paying us for it so there thank you, you. And also uh i guess since everyone's doing shout outs quick shout out to beer baseball blog i was mm-hmm. on there uh last week and it was a lot of fun and those guys are awesome and uh, hope to have them on again uh fairly soon especially when baseball starts but um check out beer baseball blog they're the same thing they're on instagram facebook uh twitter uh youtube uh, they do a great job with their shows every tuesday night uh it's a lot of fun so definitely check out beer baseball blog yeah cool well, with that being said, I think we're going to wrap it up for today unless you got anything else. I think work is out right now. I think we're back to weekly at least and then maybe bi-weekly once the season starts. Either way. Uh, well, well, not for the curator. Curator only makes one, one, one appearance per week. He can only fit us in that much. Yeah, yeah. So I'm good with whatever, man. Yeah, I'm, so... I'm, I'm ready. Uh, I'm we, ready. Are, we are ready for the season. Yeah. We are... Uh, keep... Keep uh, following, subscribing, and we'll keep you guys informed about uh, how much this podcast is coming out. And, and uh, you know, we're along for the ride, and thank you all for subscribing. Uh, this is the time we need your help to uh, share the word now that baseball season is going to start mm-hmm. and uh, rate, review, especially for you I- iTunes or uh, iOS users mm-hmm. that uh, help us out and, and, and obviously subscribe, subscribe, review, five you know, stars. Five stars, five stars only. Five star, five stars only. If you're gonna get you listen five stars, <laughs> we don't want it. But no, I'm just kidding. Yeah, yeah. But at least download the the podcast. Yeah, download if you don't listen. Whatever yeah. you're with Chris, but just download it. Yeah. So with that being said, we have just wrapped up another edition of the All Angels Podcast. I am Johnny Mag. I am Daniel Garcia. We'll catch you guys next week. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the Metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly... Patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be Continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, 
The learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact.